pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. A few moments ago, I placed a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier. And as I stepped back and stood during the moment of silence that followed, I said a small prayer. And it occurred to me that each of my predecessors has had a similar moment. And I wondered if our prayers weren't very much the same, if not identical. We celebrate Veterans Day on the anniversary of the armistice that ended World War I. The armistice that began on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. And I wonder, in fact, if all Americans' prayers aren't the same as those I mentioned a moment ago. For all we can ever do for our heroes is remember them and remember what they did. And memories are transmitted through words. We see these soldiers in our mind as old and wise. We see them as something like the founding fathers, grave and gray-haired. But most of them were boys when they died, and they gave up two lives, the one they were living and the one they would have lived. When they died, they gave up their chance to be husbands and fathers and grandfathers. They gave up their chance to be revered old men. They gave up everything for our country, for us. And all we can do is remember. There's always someone who is remembering for us. No matter what time of year it is or what time of day, there are always people who come to this cemetery, leave a flag or a flower or a little rock on a headstone. And they stop and bow their heads and communicate what they wished to communicate. I think sometimes of General Matthew Ridgway, who the night before D-Day, tossed sleepless on his cot and talked to the Lord and listened for the promise that God made to Joshua. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. We are surrounded today by the dead of our wars. We owe them a debt we can never repay. All we can do is remember them and what they did and why they had to be brave for us. All we can do is try to see that other young men never have to join them. Today as never before, we must pledge to remember the things that will continue the peace. Today as never before, we must pray for God's help in broadening and deepening the peace we enjoy. Let us pray for freedom and justice and a more stable world. And let us make a compact today with the dead. A promise in the words for which General Ridgway listened, I will not fail thee nor forsake thee.
secure behind bulletproof glass on the top floor of the penthouse studios high above the majestic mountains of new england full power radio presents four hours of non-stop radio entertainment it's time for the lee elsie show and now here he is lee elsie all right welcome everyone day 21 of september 2021. My name is Lee Elsie. Thank you very much uh, for joining the broadcast. The 0600 Club up and at it early. And I thank them. Busy show in store for you today. Tony D, Bob Lazari, Bruce Flax, Liz Karanowitz, maybe a legislator or two. We'll see how it goes. A lot to talk about. And listen, we could go in a million different directions. And there's a lot of news out there that we could certainly start with that is relevant to today or yesterday or the day before yesterday, but I want to go back a few weeks. Something I heard over the weekend made me think about this, and I wanted to do it to open the show today. We spent a majority of the time last year canonizing a career criminal, George Floyd. What happened to him was terrible. And the police officer who did it is currently paying the price. There's no question about that. He got the justice that he deserved to get. That police officer should not obviously have been on the neck of George Floyd. But George Floyd was buried in a golden casket on national TV. He had political figures, religious leaders, movie stars at his memorial. A man who spent his entire life, his entire life, being a terrible human being. Multiple arrests, multiple assaults, drug addiction, drug sales, you name it. If it existed on the outskirts of the law, Floyd was a part of it. Yet he was considered by many a hero and still to this day is considered to be a hero. That narrative infuriates me. So this morning, to begin my broadcast, I want to do something that I should have done weeks ago. I'm going to read you the names of the 13 service members who died in Afghanistan as a result of the negligence and carelessness of the President of the United States, Joe Biden. These men and women will not be buried in a golden casket, but at the very least, we should all hear and remember their names as they gave the ultimate sacrifice for this country's freedom. Sergeant Johanny Rosario Picardo, 25, from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Sergeant Nicole G, 23, of Sacramento, California, assigned to Combat Logistics Battalion 24, Marine. Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover, 31, of Salt Lake City, Utah. Corporal Hunter Lopez, 22, of Indigo, California, a rifleman. Corporal Dagan Page, 23, of Omaha, Nebraska, a rifleman. Corporal Humberto Sanchez, 22, of Logansport, Indiana, a rifleman. Lance Corporal David Espinoza, 20, of Rio Bravo, Texas, a rifleman. Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, 20, of St. Charles, Missouri, a rifleman. 
Lance Corporal Riley J. McCollum, 20, of Jackson, Wyoming, a rifleman. Lance Corporal Dylan R. Marola, 20, of Rancho Cucamonga, California, a rifleman. Lance Corporal Kareem Nakawi, 20, of Norco, California. Navy Corpsman Maxon Soviak, 22, of Berlin Heights, Ohio. And Staff Sergeant Ryan Noss, 23, of Corrington, Tennessee. No fancy speeches by the Hollywood elitists, no golden caskets, no music, no bands, nothing. Just a headstone that proved that they were American patriots. I thought you should know. And that's how we begin the show today.